0: night when the moon is high, the shadows dance, evil will rise, the world between the living and the dead is the so now at the time to let the horror you know again. Welcome back to the Who Are You Know podcast. I'm Darren. I'm Ian. And you guessed it. I'm Ian. I don't believe you. And we are the ho 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 three amigos. I thought he was gonna say
1: huh, huh, ho ho you I know. I did too. I was, gonna, I was gonna jump gonna in. in. <laughs> <laughs> really glad I'm I didn't. we didn't.
2: <laughs> Make a fool of myself. Uh, <laughs> we are
1: the huh, huh, hoor
2: Who you know. know. <laughs> that wasn't very insane. <laughs> no, was I, too I hesitated.
1: My brain was somewhere else. Oh wow. Sorry. Yeah,
0: uh, Trent's not here this week. He had to go home with his wife and child. We miss you. Oh, I mean, we miss you. He's trying to be a good (laughs) (laughs)
1: father. What he meant was boo hoo that you're not here. We're so sad. We are very sad. We're sad. Going home to be
0: responsible. Jensen and Lear are worth Uh, it. For sure.
2: Damn responsibilities. I don't want no more responsibilities.
0: All right, so this week we're going to be talking about. The River's Edge 1986 I think when I looked it up I think yeah so.
2: 1986
0: 86 that's uh, so this is a movie I watched when I was young uh, so I would have been like 13 at the time when this movie came out and I think I watched it on HBO I think it was maybe out like for a year and then it came to HBO and I watched it uh, so it was one of those that was constantly on HBO late at night and it kind of started from there but it's got a true story behind it you guys know anything about the true story
2: i know a little bit uh i know that some 16 year old kid murdered his girlfriend that's about it
1: yeah
0: so you kind of looked up a little bit on the true story a little bit
2: very little yeah
0: so this is this is not a really long story so i'm just going to say it
1: uh i'm going to take this shot oh wow i forgot about shots no you're you're good you're good
0: yeah, we, we are a foodie and drinking podcast as well, right? Yeah, I right? Think
2: people have come to expect this by now.
0: So what do you guys got over there?
2: We've got some
0: white chocolate strawberry cream. That's what they called Ian Torrance in high school. That's right. Buzanga. <laughs> what they call you in high school, Wells? Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate? Yeah, yeah sexual chocolate. And and you know, I, I want, want to, to give it all to you, baby. Nobody called him that. Yeah. They, they really did he, <laughs> he looked in the mirror every night call me
2: sexual yeah, chocolate I, I called myself sexual chocolate chocolate maybe <laughs> sexual alright so, some days I was Ray Love from Up Above
0: <laughs> and I'm drinking a Smirnoff Ice Red White and Berry Limited Edition which tastes kind of like a, a the, popsicle from when I was
2: young
1: that, I don't remember what it's called that Limited Edition has been limited for the past like 10 years yeah yeah it, I
2: want to let you all know too. I noticed today when I stopped by the store that there are some pumpkin beverages out now in the liquor stores. If you want me to grab uh, one of those, those are gross. <laughs> fuck That's that. why I didn't grab it because I remember you saying o- something. Oatmeal
0: stout or chocolate or pumpkin spice—anything can fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I I look forward to fall, but not the fall shit that comes with it. Yeah,
2: I like a little pumpkin spice. It gets overwhelming quick. Yeah, I just can't do
0: it. Well, All right, so let's take these shots. Up. Let's do this. You guys have a,
2: have a toast for anybody? This is River's Edge, so let's toast to the Ohio River. May you ever be so dirty. That's right. The dirtiest. Bottoms Dirty up. motherfucker.
0: Mine definitely tastes like one of those rocket pops or something when you're little. Yes. Yep. It's weird. Very good.
1: So I was telling Wells earlier. I said, "One, maybe two, but they're so sweet, you definitely get very more. sweet." Here I'm like, I
0: don't need any, uh, need any fake sugar. sugars. And <laughs> all right, so so we're gonna talk about 14-year-old Marcy Renee Conrad. She was a uh, she was a student at Russell Junior High School in California, and she was found in a ravine near the Calaveras Reservoir.
1: I not confident in that pour whatsoever. No. You were so shaky. You <laughs> got half of it on mine. You spilled weird, it all over your lap, bro. I did mine perfectly when I was nervous about pouring <laughs> his. I don't know
2: why. I knew, literally just dripping like, on you right now.
1: He, oh, shit, it is. He, like, he came over, and when he, he asked for the glass, I put it over here, and I thought, surely he's not going to pour it from this angle. And I shit you not... He starts to pour it like backhand like this, <laughs> and he was shaking so much. I was like, "This can't end well." There's no possible way I don't wear this. It didn't end that bad, though. And you know what? Considering it really wasn't that bad, hands are gonna be sticky as well. But that's not me for <laughs> when, mean, go-
0: when mean, is the when are they not? They were gonna be when I got home, anyway. You got st- socks that salute you at the- <laughs> when you come to the door. No, that's why I don't wear socks. <laughs>
2: He's the the stickiest bandit I've ever known We're the
1: sticky bandits So
0: I'm going to start over Because it sounded like you guys were You guys were uh, having a rough time And I didn't want it to seem like we are making fun of those 14 year old girls
1: I was kind of snickering the whole time you were talking about it But I was just like I I was trying to listen to you But also I was just thinking like My poor hands. We're
0: not assholes We are assholes But not that kind of assholes If anybody's an avid listener
2: They're like That's my boys That's what they do
0: All right, so Marcy Renee Conrad uh, was a 14-year-old girl that lived in California. She went to Russell Junior High School. And they found her body in a ravine near Calaveras Reservoir on November 5th, 1981. So this is, you know, 40 years ago, pretty much.
1: 81. Not to be confused with 19, 19, 1985 nobody knows the song I don't. God I need Trent I thought
0: you were going to go like 1999 or something
1: I do like the party like it's 1999 but I miss Trent go ahead I'm sorry <laughs> yep <laughs> alright uh, it
0: wasn't the fact that she had been raped and strangled that got all the attention at first it was the fact that how many people knew that she was murdered and actually said nothing that became the big biggest part of the story.
2: Yeah, this story continues the uh, trend of sick children, fucked up teenagers have, yeah, in the who head. They have no conscience. Yeah.
1: I just don't understand.
0: I don't understand it either. I mean, not maybe it's because we're from the Midwest, but.
1: I don't know, man. I, I, if you. Not only if you see a dead body, if it's a dead body of a girl that you. A, you're friends with her B, maybe you're not friends with her but you grew up with her and you know her at least or him for the matter I mean, it's fucked up on every level, right? That's going to affect is. you in some way You're well, immediately, immediately going to tell somebody
0: This also goes back to what you were talking about in the Frighteners episode because people go to see things that should be viewed as That's true Tragic We did just talk about that And I feel like these kids came to view this because it was something, you know, it's it's something evil, but they didn't look at it as evil at first. Well, they were, okay, like, so I, curious I get in a the morbid curiosity. way.
1: Yeah, I get the curiosity of, like, okay, let's go. I want to see what he's got planned here because, obviously, he didn't kill anyone. Yeah. yeah. And then
2: you get there, and you're like, Oh
1: shit if I can kill
2: someone. But yeah. I feel like even with our curious ones and liking the sick shit that we do, if I come up to you all and I'm all serious, like, uh, yeah, I just killed this girl, if y'all want to come see the body, I don't feel like y'all are going to be like, yeah, let's go check it out. No. Well, it means much, oh, man. I
0: probably. No. I w- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd probably be there killing with him. Oh, well, that's, yeah, damn, just
2: kidding. I can see that, too. I man, I definitely don't feel like you guys are going to be like, oh, it's cool, we just got to all come together and bury the body.
0: No. <laughs> so, Marcy Conrad was a ninth grader at the school. And she filled notebooks with vivid poetry. She was very creative. I guess she liked to draw. She liked to write. So she had like all kinds of poetry in her books. Um, she skipped her afternoon ca- classes on November 3rd, 1981, when she met up with Anthony Jock Broussard. Did you guys See have you seen a movie? picture of this guy yet? Uh huh. Okay. So I will send you guys a picture. We'll post it on our websites and socials eventually. When I watched the movie, I thought the real character would look a lot like the real character. You know, I thought the character in the movie would look a lot like the real character.
2: Mm.
0: Absolutely not. This guy was, I would say, either biracial or he was full-on black. Hmm. So that kind of throws the... It?
2: Like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's kind of weird because you don't hear about those kind of killings very often in the black community. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you do, it's like definitely not something like Damn, this. Man. This is yeah. kind of like a weird, weird story. But also, it's kind of is weird that they changed his entire race for the movie. And I know the movie just based it on the story, but it, there's a lot in that story that's in the movie. Okay. So, he was a hulking 16-year-old from Mapetus High. Uh, Broussard, who went by his middle name, had found his mother. Now, why would you go by your middle name? Anthony Jacques. Yeah. Would you go by Jacques or Anthony or Tony? Tony? Something like that. Tony.
2: Now, I will say that was the same in the movie because the guy went by his middle name instead of his first name. Yeah. Because his real name was Samson John, but he went by John. I didn't think his it
0: name was John It wasn't John. They called him John because his the last name, name looked like Tolt. Toilet. Yeah. It was a nickname. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: They called him John because his last was name was Toilet. There was a man Tolt. named Tony in the movie, though. Yeah. <clears> he <throat> was one of the friends, I believe.
2: His name in the movie was, though, Samson John, what, Turner or something like that? Nickname, but I don't think his nickname name, was John. I was going to say his nickname was John
1: because when he was telling the cops, because the cops asked, why are you calling him John? Uh-oh. And he said, well, his last name is Toilet and they stared at him and he was like Toilet Toilet the John we call him John because nobody wants to be called Toilet I thought or you could just call him Samson
2: okay that makes more sense Uh, John is in like quotation marks well already this
0: dude's fucked up you know he's already picking the wrong name Jock versus Tony or Anthony whatever Uh, but from an early age he's kind of mentally unstable he found his mother dead in in the shower when he was a little boy Jesus So that right there has got to obviously affect you. His close friends said that he seemed a little strange after that incident, but he was considered harmless despite his size by most people, teachers, friends, stuff like that. Uh, Bressard would later say, and this is an actual quote from him, Marcy had a tendency to mouth off. She was sitting on my lap. Basically what happened, I just grabbed her and then she was dead. Unquote. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, and then she was just dead. <clears throat> so he strangled her? So he just choked her to death on impulse. Yeah. And she
2: was probably a little petite thing. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'll show pictures of her too. And I don't know if you know anything about 70s and 80s pictures. They always seem like they look a little older. Yeah. She was 14 years old and a ninth grader. This dude was 16 years old and about 200 and something pounds. So he was a big dude. Right? Uh... After killing Conrad, Jacques drove her half-naked corpse into the hills and dumped her in a tree-lined ravine. A day later, he was hanging out with some friends in an arcade parking lot and just said, quote, I just killed Marcy. Oh, by the way,
2: (laughs) I meant to mention. Do you feel like that makes him a sociopath? Because he clearly wanted people to know that he killed her.
0: Well, I mean... maybe like definitely he has very little of no remorse whatsoever. So it could make him a sociopath. Like he, he's not filling with empathy like normal people would for sure.
2: Hmm.
0: It was literally like the, uh, do you want to go see a dead body type thing Hmm. from, uh,
1: stand by Me." stand
0: by me. It's kind of like, but he was the killer. Almost
1: said stand and deliver. (laughs) with Edward james yeah, i love that movie
2: <laughs> and we're all like we're so-and-so and he's like i killed her just non-sharpy. yeah i mean
0: his friends thought he was joking so he took him to actually see the body after poking marcy with sticks which was in the movie to make sure she wasn't a mannequin broussard's friends didn't tell the cops or their parents they weren't going to snitch even though one of them used to date marcy Instead, they told more of their friends to come out and see the body for the mm. for the next day, pretty much. Yeah. So this went on for two days. Uh, Shaggy-headed rockers piled into cars and drove up the hills to see the dead girl. Marcy's ex-boyfriend even brought along his eight-year-old brother, which yeah. is kind of in the movie, yeah. right? That that wasn't his ex-girlfriend, but the he didn't bring the eight-year-old brother, but you could see the tie-in right there. Uh, one girl even tore a coveted radio station patch off of Marcy's jeans. Now, this is back you know, in the 80s where people wore jean jackets, jean clothes, and they put patches mm-hmm. on them everywhere. So, this girl actually took like it as kind of a souvenir.
2: That's messed
0: up. That is kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and this is just some girl, just random girl, just went up to her. And that and was the, probably supposed to be one
2: of her friends. And remember, she
0: was half naked and rotting, Got right? Mm-hmm. Within a day, your body's going to start smelling and bloating a little
2: bit. Uh, mine does, usually. <laughs> I was wondering, uh, not to get into the movie too much, but I was just wondering, like, in the movie, how long she had been dead when we first see her because her eyes are, like, changed colors and stuff.
0: Well, he kills her the night before, and then we see the movie the next morning. So we're seeing, like, the next day, and he wakes up on the river's edge, and is, like, screaming, and then a little boy that's throwing the his sister's doll away or Timmy. stuffed animals.
2: So a person's eyes would Timmy. change like that uh, after death that quick?
0: I don't know. I'm assuming. I mean, I don't know how long it would take to for them to start doing that, but
2: hmm. like her flesh didn't look that like rotted at that time. Like you could definitely tell the color had left her body. And stuff. Yeah,
0: I don't think it'd be rotted in less than 24 hours, but. It definitely is going to start changing pretty quick. I mean, the blood starts thickening. You start getting rigor mortis within 12 hours, I think. I don't know. You should know all this shit. What are you talking about?
2: Yeah, you do it all the time. I, <laughs> I burn you... the bodies quickly after. The disease. <laughs> or I mummify their it remains. It like you're getting really nervous, did not you? I don't right. know. You mummify the remains that way. There's no smell.
0: So another teen even covered the body with leaves to help Brassard hide the evidence. Now this is obviously different but it's a reference to the character Crispin Glover plays where he throws the body the in real the river. like animated guy. Yeah. yeah. And so he actually like does that but obviously just putting leaves on a body is not going to hide the evidence. It'd be pretty easy to smell or you know find the body if it, there's a dead body around anywhere.
2: Yeah.
0: So these viewings went on for two days before someone finally spoke off, uh, spoke off, spoke spoke up setting off a media firestorm. Broussard was sentenced to life in prison later on due to the harsh nature of the crime. He's currently serving out his sentence at the state prison in Soledad. He has been denied parole several times. One of Broussard's friends also got three years for covering up the body. So the guy that covered up the body got three years in prison. Or actually, it was three years in a boys' school at the time because he was only 15 or 16. It's
1: like a prison.
0: Anyway, uh, there's more to the story, but I wanted to read you because that's the whole story, right? Them, uh, the two people, there was actually two people that told somebody. One told a principal. The other one told the cops. And that was after one day. So they actually, nobody said anything the first day. And then the second day somebody told, and then they found out after two days the cops showed up and he was arrested and all that stuff, right? But that's when everybody descended upon the town and it was a media firestorm because you're going through mid-'80s, early-'80s, satanic panic stuff, right? Uh, Satanic panic. How did... They were looking at how, how did kids how kids got all crazy all of a sudden after like post-vietnam kids how'd they get all crazy how'd they start not caring why were they so desensitized desensitized where where the i don't know how you say it nihilism or nihilism where did where did all that come from in their culture all of a sudden mm-hmm. that's what they were trying to find out uh but i i don't think that's typical in every school back then no. It might have just been that area, or maybe parts of California, or I don't, I don't know why they were so desensitized. They did do a lot of drugs, and the girl was known to be doing drugs. Uh, even at a young age of fourteen, she's been in a little bit of trouble and stuff like that. But now I wonder if it was
2: just like the initial shock that kept them quiet that first day. Like, I mean, you see it, not believing big, that it's th- real. Plus, like, you
0: be a, you know, a big dude that just murdered somebody. I true. mean, would you go tell on him right away? Yeah that's well, true that's true too I don't know there's a lot there's a lot of weird stuff to this but I'm with the in, Torrance and probably you as well I would fucking tell somebody pretty quick I'm talking it's immediately it's just weird
1: yeah. yeah it's like I don't think I could sit on that information
0: but we've heard of stories around here like this like the Shanda Sherr's story that didn't get out no, right that's away that's true
1: but I guess like the part that fucked me up about this whole story is like not only do they not tell anybody they just don't seem like they care and then when they're, like, interviewed about it, right, they just, they're just they just like, yeah. That was,
0: I knew was her, and I played guitar, by the way. I yeah. that guy saying that show? Well,
1: well, I, mean, I actually liked her, because they they're her friend. In, in the, the movie, there was a couple that.
2: of them who were at least clearly bothered by it, but they were just too afraid to say something, or they just didn't care at the time. I don't know.
0: Well, the main two characters that ended up having sex in the park, they were actually, like, the ones that turned them... Turned it in, kind of right, or had the well,
2: qualms Keanu about it. So, did. yeah. yeah. Also uh, known in the movie as... what was his name? Max. Matt. 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 Uh-oh. Matt. Are you are you being his little brother right uh, now? No, he's no, being that's Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. <laughs> no. He Matt. Oh. Uh, so
1: what do you what do
0: you think of Crispin Glover's act? Well, no, Matt. let's let's face the story. We'll go we'll
1: go to that later. Right. <laughs> I can't get that out of my head. Thank you for making me watch this movie because now every any time. I, I can't tell you how many times a day I think,
2: yeah. <laughs> just do that to the next Matt that you know in real life. And... Oh my God, poor guy. <laughs> so
0: there's more to the story in that, you know, a lot of people knew about it and it fucked a lot of people's heads up and other people didn't really care. But the media just kind of looked at this town like everybody in that high school and that town was shitty parents and shitty kids because they didn't care. They were so apathetic about it. In reality, that's probably not the case. Like I think some, I I would probably say something, but I feel like some of these kids were just scared. Uh, but here I'm gonna play two or read two real life accounts. Okay, one is a Facebook post. So I went deep into research, found some Facebook stuff about this, and one of the people after somebody wrote about the story, messaged or put a message below it, like commenting. Yeah. And their uncle was actually one of the people that was there. The groups. Okay.
2: Now, I'm sure you said this already, but I know the movie came out in 1986. When did this actually happen?
0: 81. 81. Okay. I think I said that too, didn't I? That's, 1981. I, I actually. I you guys really... were spilling shots on each other, but I'm for That's sure. What it was. I'm for <laughs> sure I said 81.
1: Okay. So, my uncle. Yes, because I made the 1985 joke. I remember it now. Yeah.
0: My uncle's one of the two boys who reported the murder. And it affected every aspect of his life ever since. My mother was eight months pregnant with me when Marcy was murdered on November 3rd. I was born December 9th, 1981. So I grew up surrounded by these events and their effect on our family as part of the media craze. I'm currently doing more research on this and considering writing a book to offer my uncle's point of view. Since the movie was so terribly, horribly altered from the real story, it made my grandma look like a junkie and a horrible mother. When in reality, she was the kindest, sweetest woman on the planet. So, the, she's saying that the Keanu Reeves character mm-hmm. would have been, would have been, the Keanu Reeves character would have been her brother in real life. But anyway. So after decades, I'm growing more interested in telling this story from another angle. My uncle did the right thing and consequently had his world turned upside down as he had never been the same. Apparently, once they found out he was one of them, everybody viewed him as being a snitch and everything else. So he got kind of raw dogged from the get go with all the people in the community. All right. So that was kind of interesting. I found that on Facebook, and I just wanted to yeah. share that, because that's kind of creepy at the mm-hmm. same time, because it kind of brings like a true part of the story. And then here's another one. This is the first reporter to break the story, and he was from like some California newspaper. I didn't even write his name down. But anyway.
2: So, hold on. You said the Keanu Reeves character in the movie would have been her uncle in real life?
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. My uncle is one of the two boys. Yeah. So it would have been her uncle, but she was born in 81, so she grew up knowing the story. As she was growing up, she kind of saw how her uncle reacted to it and everything. So this reporter, uh, this is what this reporter said. He broke the story in 1981, but then he watched the movie in 1986. Uh. And so he's writing a piece about the movie and the story at the same time. And I just found this interesting, so I'm going to read this. Dozens of reporters swamped to the tiny town of Milpitas, California. So that's, that's the name of the town. To write about the shredded moral fiber of the post Vietnam generation. Is this the way America youth react to murder? Don't they have any feelings? What was possibly going through their minds? I learned the answers by hanging out with high school kids in their smoking areas, the nearby 7 Eleven, and arcade parlors. I got to know several of these students so well, in fact, that the prosecution and defense called me to testify during Broussard's trial. When I refused to answer their questions, a municipal court judge convicted me on six counts of contempt of court. I was spared from going to jail at the last minute when Broussard pleaded guilty to first-degree murder. The teenagers told me of poking Marcy's body with a stick and, ripping off the radio station patch from her jeans and covering the corpse with leaves to give the killer a head start on getting away. Others acknowledged that Marcy's death bothered their conscience. One teen even broke down into tears as he recounted how visions of Marcy's corpse had haunted him in class and at the dinner table at night. At the end of the second day, he told the school's principal, and at the same time, another youth went to the police. So he's talking about the two boys that went to the police. Apparently he interviewed both of them. Some students were criticized or criticized the quote-unquote snitch who turned in Broussard. He doesn't live by any code or nothing, one youth told me. Jacques is a, is a partner in crime. He needs help. He's gone wacko, but I wouldn't narc on him, unquote.
2: Hmm.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy that they would yeah, yeah, act is. like that. It's like hey hey he's kind of wacko but but i'm no snitch man. i'm no snitch <sighs> i don't want to be a narc yeah so I they kind of the some of them kind of viewed that
1: meh <laughs>
2: meh hey, it's meah. one thing when you're talking about a little bit of weed or something like that back then but a whole murder some of like somebody murder. that's supposed to be your friend yeah a uh, uh, uh,
0: 14 year ago we don't even know if she was friends yeah. with that group but well, that's what I'm saying, school I
2: mean, according to the movie, because they were all, like, asking where she at. Like, she yeah. got to stop skipping class and whatever. And he's yeah. all, oh, I killed her. And they're all like,
0: oh, no way. Well, the movie changed quite a bit of the plot. They added two or three extra characters. Uh, the Dennis Hopper character and stuff like that. They added. Yeah.
2: Gonna, I was going to ask about him. Fuck. yeah.
0: So he was just for the movie. He was just for the movie. He wasn't in. The little boy wasn't actually, like, running around. Been an asshole like, like, with guns and everything.
2: Like, we just Oops, need somebody like, crazy. You know who's crazy in real life? Dennis Hopper. Let's get him. Check. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so just as the film Stand By Me, and he mentions this in his article, portrayed with splendid results, the story of four young boys on a overnight trip to find a body, River's Edge could have chronicled the youth's reactions with the same insight and depth. Instead, we leave the theater without really learning why these kids are the way they are. So... That brings up the question. Now we're going to jump into the movie. So that was the story. But the question says, or this comment says, instead we leave the theater without really learning why these kids are the way they are. Is that the point of the movie? Or is that just something that they left out and just didn't create character development?
2: I think... Maybe, the, I think the, maybe it was like that in the, because in real life they don't know why those kids acted like that so. so
0: so does it just go back to it's a nihilist point of view to where they're they just non-affected kids that don't give a fuck about anything but their next high yep cause that's sad yeah
1: it's like fucking it's, sad like, like, I've, like I've been saying I just think the whole situation fucked up it's just like I get that you're scared and you're like oh shit I don't know what to do here but like, you don't tell somebody immediately, like, or at least act like you're fucking shocked and like, like, oh my god, I can't believe, like, you could be in shock about it. I can understand. Okay, so I'll say that if you're in shock about the situation, seeing a dead body like that, especially, a you didn't think he was serious, b you find out he's serious, and then you're like, oh holy fuck, I fucking know this girl. You're not, you're not gonna be okay. Obviously, I think you will go into shock, but the movie portrayal. They didn't care. Yeah, they were just like, "Oh, that's fucking wild." I couple can't of you did that. A Couple
2: of them were very disturbed by the situation. Not enough. I didn't feel like, like. the kid that drove him there. The one cocksucker they kept on. He was really about yeah, it. Still in his truck.
1: Yeah, he was, but yeah. yet he went back there later.
0: Well, they tried to beat him up too. And then there so. was the
2: one girl. She like started backing off. You could tell she was bothered by it. And I was thinking she's probably gonna say something, but I don't think. she But did.
0: they didn't like her and the, her boyfriend was even like. She was like, oh, yeah, I knew her. It's just a shame. And then, like, yeah, he was like, saying, like, how yeah, she was like, yeah, but, like, that. well, so, uh, and by the way, I play guitar. Yeah,
1: It's like, you piece of shit. And then they go meet up at the arcade, and they're just like, oh, it's messed up because she was our friend, right? Like, yeah, she, she was good. Cool. I, I
2: liked her. Did you tell us how John died in real life? Or he's still in prison? There? He was in prison, okay. yeah. Okay. So that was weird for the movie because they had Fett kill him. Yeah. Mean. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: I think part of it is they just wrote that character to be kind of parallel his life, but show that he has a moral code. So we don't know why he killed the girl he killed, supposedly, but mm-hmm. he said he loved her and it's like messed him up for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. But when he spent some time with that guy, uh, he kind of thought, you know, this guy didn't love her. He has no remorse about killing her. He's not... Affected at all by this, so he felt like he would put him out of out of his misery. Almost
2: like John just really just wanted to kill somebody, see what it felt like.
0: Yeah, yeah. He definitely did. He had no qualms about killing so that you girl. Don't, you don't
2: think it was because like he was so sensitive about her talking about his mom or anything?
0: Maybe at first, but he also mentions that once he started choking her, he just saw the life drain out of hers, and he felt like it was. As she was dead, he felt more alive than he ever did. And so he was, like, was definitely in a subway. You get God. it right,
1: Feck? And he was like, no. No. <laughs> I don't get that shit.
2: <laughs> no, no. And if fat that moment fake yeah. me, he's going to have to kill John.
1: I'm sorry, Crispin yeah. Glover was too much in this movie. Crispin Everything Glover? Everything he did, man, man? was so oh. over the top. And he sounded like one of the Californians from SNL. I enjoyed did his character. Not, I thought he was a It was a funny character, yeah. but did
0: you not do you not feel like Crispin Glover does that shit in every he's like yes. so I literally had an argument one time with a buddy of mine, James. I hope you're listening. James is a huge fan of Crispin Glover. I'm a big fan of Nicolas Cage. We argue about who the suckiest actor is between the two. He always tells me Nick Cage is the worst actor. I'm like Crispin Glover has done nothing good to me. Except, I mean, he plays these weird characters, so he plays them well. What He's else? He's weird, it's weird. What
2: else was he in? Dude, he was the original the George
1: McFly. Yeah,
2: so, he was the dad. Get your damn
1: hands off of her!
0: Get your damn hands! He did like sue the shit out of the the company That's when they tried to use his face in part yeah. two. <laughs>
2: Well, no that's they not didn't. the reason
1: he wasn't in part two, but he didn't want to be in part two and then he yeah. used his face.
2: Yeah, he was he not a, he was not happy about I that. I thought he was good in this movie. I don't I don't understand I the just, complaints that people have with this. He was like I, definitely a California stoner. Much,
1: Nobody else talked like that though. That's why I thought it was weird that he was the only one that had that accent, man. Uh-huh.
0: I loved when he was like driving around his little fucking Volkswagen It'll and be, he, he's, he's like falls asleep. We just got to fucking go, man. And then he's like driving around like they don't understand. They just don't fucking understand. And then he like gets more stoned and more and then he's at the stop sign, and then he falls I asleep falls the stop sign. Yeah. <laughs> I love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Get he was, down. He was definitely Get down, over the top. John. Yeah. Every time he said Matt's name, I was just it
2: put daggers through me. My favorite line in this movie was from like a couple of random side characters, and they're sitting in the classroom, and one of them's name was Kevin, and I don't even know what the other guy's name is, but Kevin's...
0: It was like Tony
2: or something. Was it? Uh, The Kevin guy's talking to the teacher, and he's like, but aren't you against... Yep. He's like, aren't you against unnecessary violence? And the long-haired dude's like, hey, fuck off, Kevin, man. Killing the pigs is radical. And I don't know why, but I just just cracked my shit all the way. Well, thank
0: you. Because that's gonna be the guy we maybe might interview.
2: Oh, really? That's actually him. The long-haired him. dude. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that
0: is Christopher Peters, and we might have him on a, on a guest as a guest on a future episode. Yeah.
2: So. Well, now we can let him know that was my favorite part. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He only played in, like two scenes. Well, that's
2: crazy. That's him. He had yeah. he had some great <laughs> lines. Fuck off, Kevin Man. <laughs> I loved it. You're sad, you see that again? Kill
1: you myself. <laughs> so man.
0: Two, I'm gonna go first on our uh because we're I'm done with the story. We've already talked about the movie for a little bit. This is also short Timmy, the,
1: the little boy enraged me.
0: Yeah. Enraged. Why the fuck's he going everywhere doing like his best friends like the stealing most cars? Dumbass friend.
1: Yeah, first of all, they're like twelve. Nobody reports that shit. Two yeah. year olds driving around in the stolen car. Yeah. But when Matt walked by and fucking like says something to that kid and he turns around and
2: starts like fucking nunchucking
1: I was like what is happening here why does this Fun kid fact, have nunchucks
2: that kid was in I want to say Halloween 3 maybe he With played somebody like, played someone my son no the uh Timmy Matt's little brother god he was in Halloween and so was the guy that was played it three? The,
0: I think it was 3 that's the season of the witch that's one
2: that's not Michael Myers the mask one. He, he just played somebody's son. It might have been two. I know he's in one of those. But the uh, Daniel Roebuck guy, he was in two Halloween movies. Rob Zombies. Daniel Roebuck's been in a lot of movies. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's one of those character actors that...
0: Go ahead. Meh. Meh.
1: will haunt me. that will haunt me forever. It's changed your life.
0: So I'm going to go ahead and like review this. When I first saw this movie back in the day I would have probably given it an 8 now that I'm an adult I'm going six and a half, and my reason being is twofold one is it was one of those movies that when I watched it kind of affected me to where it was like are kids and high schoolers really like this mm-hmm. and you know how fucked up is it that people really don't care about people like that but what downgrades it to a six and a half to me would be the same stuff like we had extra characters we didn't need I liked I liked Dennis Hopper's character we didn't need the little boy we didn't need that secondary subplot with the gun we didn't need the I guess it kind of made it look like oh he's going to kill him at the end he's going to shoot his brother but
1: it it, it did this big build up and it fell flat yeah
0: he didn't shoot him it was like hey we're brothers let's go together
1: I was okay with him not shooting him I just thought there'd be more of an emotional scene there but he was just like we're brothers, man. I think <laughs> He's like, you know what? I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. you didn't know? I was putting
2: yeah. there uh, specifically just for suspense factor because, like, throughout the whole movie, what? this kid is, like, idolizing John, and you're thinking, like, oh, he probably wants to be like him, and then you get to this scene where it looks like he might kill his brother, yeah. but then you're like, oh, there's hope for this kid after all because... He, like, has second thoughts about him. He doesn't do it. Well, that, I think that was my problem. Like I said, he didn't talk him down much. He
1: wasn't just like, no, you got your life ahead of you. Don't be like this. Don't be like dad. Don't. I'm just trying to, like, I don't know how to raise you. This This other guy in our house, blah, blah, blah. Like a whole spiel. He was just like we're brothers he's like fuck we are brothers (laughs) all right brother yeah and also like
0: he's thinking he's a snitch the whole time he's still a snitch i mean i hate to say it that way but he's still a snitch snitch.
1: yeah i did it because we're brothers well fuck man you bring up some good points
0: (laughs) it's it's almost like the uh batman superman what's your mom's name what'd you say martha
1: martha wait
2: that's your mom's name (laughs) All right, you know what? You might be all right. You're good. You might be all right. Remind me of uh, Terry Crews and so forth. You got a daughter? Man, what do you got? I got a daughter, too. Yeah, Yeah, so I I would downgrade it
0: because of that. I think there was too many subplots in it. I don't like how preachy the, the adults were in this movie. Especially the mom. I mean, I know she was trying to trying and to give, do the best she uh, wanted. Matt,
1: but, I quit. I can't be a mother anymore.
0: I mean, fucking control you your man. Mu-
1: you weren't much to begin no. with.
0: No, control your man. Worst, Tim, your
1: brother ran away. <clears throat> How's she gonna control him? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, mom, her it'll be son. all right.
0: I'm gonna take this joint. <laughs> you got dope?
2: She's just like, are you serious right now? Your brother's missing. She couldn't even control her ten year old son.
1: See. I thought he was ten as well. He they, was. They mentioned later he's twelve. Yeah. They, they said, said ten 12. at first, then they said twelve. They called him oh, two they? different ages. Did they? So, yeah, I
2: remember them saying something about him. Being I do 10. too.
1: They said something about ten year olds and then when he left, she was just like, Your brother's only twelve years old I was like,
2: Twelve, I thought he was ten. It's uh when he shows up there at like a gas station or a diner or something like that and he, No, he's they're at that drug dealer's they're at Feck House. Yeah.
0: When he shows up hits him he's like, Hit him again. Now, I will tell you this though. They did have a great soundtrack compared to all the other soundtracks in in that era because they had like Slayer and some some of the heavier bands. And they also dressed like grunge 7 years before grunge was out. Yeah, 6 years. Facts. So, it was a lot different movie than what we normally saw in the 80s, but I will tell you this. If his little brother is such a little badass why was he wearing a Def Leppard shirt the whole time? Come David on. Def
1: Leppard was badass back I in... I don't the, know. Back in 86. You
0: know? I don't feel like you'd be an ass kicker and wear a Def, Def Leppard shirt. Nah, it's just me. Poser.
1: That's what he is. He's a poser. Kids, man.
0: So, six How and a
1: half.
2: What you got? Well, I didn't really know anything about it going into it. I didn't know anything about the true story other than the 16-year-old boy killed his girlfriend. I didn't even really know exactly how, so uh, based on that, alone having low expectations, I actually enjoyed this movie, I think, so I'm going to give it at least a 7.5. That's high. I picked it, and I gave it
0: a 6.5.
2: I was into Seven
0: it. 7.5. I mean, it's a good, it's a You've good, good movie. You've seen movie, though. It's not a
2: great movie. It was my first time seeing it. That's yeah. That's the thing to me is,
1: on paper... If you add it all up, the acting and everything, this is a terrible movie. And at best, I give it a five. But for some reason, I didn't hate it, and I don't know why. And I'm giving it a six. Nice. I don't know what it was. I think like I was. Is, there was the shock value for me. I was like, why are these kids not saying anything? And then, and then, I'm trying to like be more sympathetic to like the situation of, well, if I'm in that situation, am I going to immediately tell anybody? And then there was the it was the lack of empathy that got me. I'm just like. That's going to take it down a few points for me. And then every time I heard, Matt, I was like, duh.
2: Please. When you originally watched it in 1986, means, did you, I, I assume you knew it was based on true story then?
0: I did not. Okay. No. So did that affect that how you was felt a river. about it back then? I knew there was a river. I knew it had an edge. What did you also, say? Did, what was that your affect, question?
2: did that affect how you felt about it back then? Because I feel like now that it was based on true story helped me like, uh, to be into it a little more.
0: Okay, have you guys ever heard of the movie Kids? Yep. Yes. Have you ever watched it? About the... Uh, yes. Okay. About Where the he kids. rapes
2: the chick at the end and she's got HIV? Yes. Yeah.
0: So, so that movie was one of those movies that shocked audiences, and they were kind of like, how fucked up are the kids today? This was kind of that movie for me. Like, when I watched it on HBO in like 86, 87, somewhere in there, for the first time... I watched it really late at night with a friend of mine, and we were like, "Oh my gosh, we loved the soundtrack." Because I was already listening to Slayer and everything, but mm. it was like, "This is crazy!" Like these people are like crazy drug addicts, have no sympathy for anybody. Now it didn't show them to do anything but pot, but we were assuming they were higher than just pot. They were they were probably going also a little deeper.
1: Did they seem much older than high school? Do you? Guys? They always do though. Yeah. Yeah, but even like John, I was like, that dude's not the before.
0: John seemed old. Keanu Reeves seemed about seniorish to
1: me for that time, for the 80s. I mean, for those they just... of you that don't know who Keanu Reeves was in this movie, he played Matt. You just want to say that. I can't stop. I want to. It infuriates me, but I can't stop. Are you saying man or Matt? Hey, man.
2: Matt. It was a little strange. Like, that's officially the youngest I've ever seen Keanu Reeves in a movie. This is
0: one of his first movies, I think.
2: Which is funny because, like, when he
1: was uh, down there and he was so adamant about when Crispin Glover was just like, But Matt, he's our best friend. And Matt's like, You're not even that good of friends with him. You don't even know him that well. Why are you so intrigued by this? That was another thing that pissed me off. He was like, Is anybody going to help our friend get rid of the body? Fine, I'm going to go back at night and I'm going to do it myself. You fucking rolled it into the river. That's all I did. Yeah. Why didn't you do that while you were there?
0: You could have got me a Michelob. You Michelob got me a Michelob, hot man. Budweiser.
1: And
2: him yeah, rolled the body into well, the river. didn't even boring,
1: hide man. the body that well. Well, no, like I just thought it was funny. He's like, I'll he go wanted- back later and dispose of it properly. And he just rolls it over the hill. I'm like, you could have done that with your foot <laughs> when everybody was standing there. Why didn't you do it then? You had he to go a, back He wanted that. a sixer for it. That's and, all it was. And not to he mention, didn't but, need everybody's help. And not to mention the fact that like when uh, Keanu Reeves... Also known as, you guessed it, meh, yeah. takes the police back there. He's like, I don't understand, man. The body was right <clears> throat> here. Throat> they're like, are you joking us? Are you jerking us around? There's no body here. And somebody's like, Officer over here. I was like, well, that only took about 14
2: seconds. Yeah. And you said in the real story she was only partially nude?
0: Yeah, she had jeans pulled down still. But in
2: the movie she was completely nude. Yes. So... Are they trying to imply that maybe she was sexually assaulted before that, or what?
0: The real girl was sexually assaulted. Oh, okay. She was raped and then murdered. They said in that order. So she probably got raped and then murdered. Oh, my God. I guess I didn't say that. My bad. That was in my notes.
2: Right. That's okay. okay. It's just, <clears throat> that part fucks like, cool. yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And I know he was only anus. two years
0: older than her, but a 16-year-old, 200-pound dude raping a 14-year-old girl is disgusting to me.
2: Yeah. I mean...
1: She Obviously, was a freshman Rape in general But it's just like Yeah I see what you're saying Yeah Yeah. <laughs> oh my god He's harmonized to math. So you know uh, You know Crispin Glover Has a reputation For being like Very difficult to work with Right Yeah Is there any stories About this movie That you
0: know of About him I haven't looked Behind the scenes But I did mark a website That shows a bunch Of behind the scenes photos And talks about it So I was gonna read it later but I didn't read any. I didn't hear did you anything. you see that,
1: the weirdest interview we ever did? The Letterman interview? Yes.
0: I'm strong
1: and I can kick. Yeah. <laughs> he brought up that newspaper and was reading that uh, article about him.
0: That was actually a character he was going to play in a movie yeah, but and nobody, nobody knew it.
1: And he
2: comes back later and he's like, I am so sorry about wow. that. See, I was like wondering exactly who Crispin Glover was other than this movie. And now that I'm looking, he's been in a lot of stuff that I've been in. been a shit ton of movies. Huh. is it willard he's in, w- yeah, he willard. Was in willard. willard
0: wizard of gore he's back to that. the
2: future part two well technically he was in part
1: one they use his likeness uh-huh. for two is what we were saying and he like he did sue the studio for that he's also in Trinidad and it changed Angels. laws too friday Thirteenth part four
0: that was the best one he was like you remember friday Thirteenth part four Which him and that boy four? him and that boy they had the twins and they were watching the porn Oh. And he ends up having sex with one of the twins and he's like the the kid was done the fake computer. He's like, uh lame fuck. <laughs> 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 was that
1: Wait, the first one with Corey Feldman?
0: No. Yes. So yes. the one that came yes. out in nineteen eighty four. That was the one with Cory Feldman shaved his head. Yeah. That was uh so was also got he stabbed go with great. a corkscrew. This is the way he died, and then I think a hatchet or something to his yeah. face. Corkscrew, Catch it. corkscrew, lame fuck,
1: lame fuck. Yeah, I don't, I don't dislike Crispin Glover as an actor. I know you kind of asked earlier, like what we thought about him. I don't I, hate I don't him, he's, but I don't he's think weird, he's great, but he is a weird dude. But like, it's funny because like in his like now that he's kind of older, he has definitely matured. Like I said, I watched, I've watched a few interviews in the past like ten years with him. And he was like on this like podcast or something episode and somebody was like, so, you know, you're very famous for going on Letterman and doing that whole thing. Um, why, why do you think that that didn't go over well? And he's like, he's like, I can tell you why it didn't go over. Well, he's like, I was doing this bit like this character and I was like basically kind of method acting. I was getting into the character and I was trying to like prepare for the role. So I thought, Oh, I'll go on and do this. He's like, but I didn't tell anybody that's what I was doing. So then, like, especially Letterman, just thought I was a psychopath, and I was just this crazy, weird guy, which I am, but it's like, there was a method to the madness, there was a reason I was doing it, but it didn't seem like that back then, because he was talking about basically how mainstream it is today, like, how, when people are kind of, like, doing the method acting thing, like, you know about it, because it's everywhere, Yeah. but they didn't know that back then so it's just like what's wrong with this guy you remember when joaquin phoenix did it Oh mm-hmm. no, what was at leno yeah when he come out there and he was like about to do the documentary when he was oh i'm about to record my hip-hop album and he had the long hair and the no he was on letterman too wasn't he because Letterman's yeah. like i'll just come on your yeah. show and chew gum next time so i don't know why everybody always fucked with letterman but uh, but he comes back and apologizes too. Like, yeah, sorry, it was a bit. I was doing for a movie. I, I felt horrible afterwards. I'm so sorry.
0: Crispin Glover is one of those dudes that he can be really good in a film. Yeah. But he can also be extremely bad, in my opinion,
2: in a for film. For example, River's Edge. See, I guess I'm alone here. Right? I so I don't hate. I didn't hate I him in this movie. movie. Like like
0: he does. I just thought it was over the top for sure.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's all I want to say.
0: His his career could have went like Johnny Depp, though. I will say this: Crispin Glover could have went the Johnny Depp route and got big roles and small roles and could have in both of them if he wouldn't have been so fucking weird in the yeah. Because like
1: he wasn't a bad looking guy. I mean, yeah. like he definitely could, like he he used to like he had the hair. Yeah, I mean, you know, remember Johnny Depp had the the. Short, kind of slicked over, kind of greaser look for, for the longest time. And um, Crispin Glover, I agree, could have gone down that path because he was building a resume in the 80s. Yeah. And, like, he was sought after, and he was doing all of these um, interviews and, like, auditions and stuff. And I think, like, he ended up doing a lot more, like Well said, he did more than, like, you think he does. But at the same time... I felt like he he could have done a lot
2: more. Yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff that I've seen. So he must have had a lot of small roles in movies.
1: Well,
0: I mean, he has roles, but it's like, it's never main character in mm-hmm. most of his movies like that, unless he's in horror movies or something that's kind of like Willard and
2: Wizard he of Oz. He was even the main character in Willard. He he was, was, yeah, he rats. was also in like, uh, What's He in Gilbert Grape? He was in Like Mike. Uh, what else was it? Was he there?
1: in What's He in Gilbert Grape?
2: Yeah. I don't remember him in that. Mm-hmm. He was a. Uh, he was also in Beowulf. I'd have never known that. Was well, the CGI version? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. And Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. yeah.
1: Hot Tub Time Machine, yeah. He, he had the, the one-arm, yeah, yeah. the weird one-arm guy. They were always <laughs> trying to figure out how he lost, it and he was like juggling chainsaws. They are like, oh, oh.
2: <laughs> there it is. He was in the open season movies, too. I don't know which character he was. I
1: don't know. I, I thought he was great in Hot Tub Time Machine. That
2: was- well, that's the story, boys. I have nothing else. I think else. the only time in Rivers Edge that I felt like he was too much for me was uh, when an old boy that drove him there the first time, when he was trying to leave, and Tried he was, like, attacking him. him. Yeah. yeah, I was like, chill out, dude. Oh, wow. Like, even John comes along, I'm like, doesn't in Choco. Like, man, let him fucking go if he wants to go. <laughs> well, it's like everybody, like, be Beauty was like, beer.
0: he acts like the leader, and he kind of pushes them all around, but then they don't take him serious. Yeah. Like, none of them really took him serious. So
2: I don't know. He's a weird character. The other girl. girls even had a little conversation about that. Yeah. like He always expects us to do what he says, and she's like, well, we kind and of do Matt kind of like
0: was kind of a little bit scared of him or not. I don't know. I couldn't tell. Who? 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 I don't know. Who Stop is it? Stop it. You're talking about
1: Matt. Meat.
0: Meat. I find it yeah. odd
1: that you hate it. I can tell you hate it when I do it, but you didn't mind it when he did it. <laughs> I don't hate it when you do it <laughs> This is the Horror You Know Podcast I feel like I'm get, Darren I feel
2: like I'm get, Ian You get mad <laughs> I'm Matt. He's not mad I'm Ian Full disclaimer, he is not mad Don't let him Stay
0: spooky, you. my friends
2: Meat <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to banter about
0: with Trump the hey, I, know just he say, would, I know he would have been Just Walden. say everybody's name in that voice Yeah, say
2: my Darren. name Darren Darren <laughs> Ian Trent. Ian kind of just Trent. sounds like Ian. Ian. Ian just sounds like Ian. Trent yeah. sounds good. Our Trent. name's, are, our names are already messed up. That's Trent. Why.
0: Okay, say the horror You Know podcast.
1: This has been the horror You Know podcast, man. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. off, Ian, yeah. man. Podcast. Podcast. He's our friend. He left, man. He had to go take care of his kid. In the dead of nights, when
0: the moon is high... <laughs> the shadows dance, the evil will rise, the world between the living and the dead is thin.